We here at Sports Best Friends acknowledge Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people as the traditional custodians of the land, water and sky throughout Australia on which we record. We recognise their strength, diversity, resilience and deep connection to country. We pay our respects to Elders of the past, present and future as they hold the memories, knowledge and spirit of Australia. Two Bad Life Titans. I'm Matt. With me is Anthony and Tom. And we are three gentlemen who have made bad life choices end up Titans fans episode. Who gives a fuck? Um, we've done it, boys. We've broken the streak. We've won a game. Let's go. Our hey, let's good. go, baby. <laughs> I, what's a win? I don't even remember what, what it's like to celebrate a win. This is like, this is crazy. Oh, yeah. man. Mate. <laughs> So good. I just can't believe it. And, and like the way they started to like first touch of the ball, Jojo throws it over the back of fucking um, Jolly. I was like, oh, here we go. Yeah. Oh. But, Fuck. I, I, it? Yeah, I, kept, yeah. I kept getting flashbacks to the um, Dragons game back in 2018, I think, where KNL he dropped the ball on the first set of the game and we lost, ended up losing like 54 to 6 or some shit like that. But, oh, hey, it's this wonderful, this feeling. Absolutely wonderful. Yeah, like just the way they went on with it too. Like, they, like it, there was a, a, a period there, like they come out, they, they put three tries on in 10 minutes, I think, in the second half. And then pretty much put the game to bed. But, they, you know, Manly were always a threat. You know, they were always there when they put 50 on us. Last year, oh, you know, was it last year or the year before? And, and um, yeah, like that, that's always in the back of your mind. And just to sort of keep going and hold them off and, and sort of counter and nearly get the 50 burger. But this is what we've been fucking waiting for all fucking year. 11 weeks, 11 bloody weeks, 10 losses in a row, all, all for this. It's, yeah, we've been we've been pretty uh, depressive and down in the dumps for about the last couple of months, but uh, hopefully it'll be a bit of a happier episode this time. And yeah, still still nervous with about twenty to go, even though we're up by about twenty four points. I still nervous, sort of. If there's anyone that can lose it, it's probably us. But um, yeah, just really happy they stuck stuck solid. And yeah, like you said, didn't hit the fifty unfortunately, but. Uh, still a 20-point win. We'll, we'll take that, that's for sure. Uh, look, if you're going to... If, if, if like Manly can, can, you know, cheer and hoot and holler about all the times they come back and beat us over the last couple of years, but knocking them out in the fight, knocking them out of the finals contention um, when we're sitting dead last is uh, pretty fucking satisfying, if you ask me. And only doing it just, like, absolutely flogging them too. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's always good to beat Manly at the best of times, let alone, yeah, ending their season. That, that'll get that'll get you up, that's for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. Absolutely. Um, shall we um, just touch on a bit of news, I guess, before we before we break down the game? Um, the Gold Coast Titans have signed premiership winning hooker uh, to the pack for 2023 in Sam Verrill's. 23-year-old John joins the club from the Sydney Roosters. Verrills has already achieved premiership success as part of the Roosters' grand final winning side in 2019. Pobrox is excited to add a player of Verrills' calibre to the Gold Coast Spire next season. Sam has great vision and a real threat from the hooker position. He learned his craft under a great friend and has been able to really shine in that number nine jersey for Roosters in recent years. We've got great experience joining our spine next year with forum and key positions. Uh, we'll be further bolstered with Sam's arrival when you add those two players to our mix in to our mix of exciting young players who have come through our pathways program here on the Gold Coast, like Brimo, Campbell, and Sexton, we're really confident with the squad we're building for next year and beyond. Verrills will officially become a Titan from November one and is locked in for the 2023 and 2024 seasons. Buddy, go! That's good, especially um, 
poor young Aaron. You've got to feel for Aaron Booth. It's pretty pretty shit week for him. He got um, got his knee folded into about a million spots and into a million pieces, and then Sam Verrill's signs. But uh, pretty shit week for him. But you know, pretty excited to have him. He, he um, tore him up on on the weekend too. Yeah, yeah, brilliant signing. I think. Um, yeah, scored a double on the weekend, so good, good week to sort of get get his signature. But um, yeah, we've we've been doing it all year without a dummy half. So um, to have not only a, a proper dummy half, but um, yeah, probably probably one of the better number nines in the comp, um, Sammy Verrills. It, it, it's a great signing by the club, and yeah, as much as our uh, our recruitment has um question marks beside it at times and um i could be sitting here with um you know egg on me face next year but uh, i think it's it's great by the club they've identified that obviously our, our spine wasn't up to standard this year and they've identified that and and signed four and on you know 350 that's that's pretty good for him and and Sam Verrill's uh, the dummy half. So all of a sudden, you know, they're, they're two pretty good additions to the spine. Uh, hopefully it works out as good as it good as it looks on paper. Yeah, absolutely. And I think all but our starting, all but Jared Wallace from our starting 17 today uh, signed on for next year too. So, um you know, so there's not a lot of movement. There's not a lot they need to do. But, you know, they're pretty much short up. You know, there may be another centre. Like, that. that's probably it, you, I think. But maybe if, you, if you're going to push AJ out into the centres and, and then you've got, you know, Sami and, and Kelly and AJ and, yeah, exciting. Yeah. Yeah, it, it really is. And I think... I think after the signing of Sam and getting a win today, you got I, I got this feeling that you you had Sam and four and two team today. Like, who knows what the score could have been then, you know? And you you start to kind of get excited for that shit, you know? If we can sort of keep this standard from now and you know next year and all that, like. You know, you, you start to start to wonder things, and um, but yeah, like like we, like you boys said, like just to have an experienced half, a good number nine, both coming to the club next year, um, it, it's been needed badly, and we've got it now. We we have it, and yeah, I, I'm just over the moon, honestly. Yeah, yeah, they, they've locked up. Um... Aaron Clark, I'll just bring that up too. Um, yeah, if it means um, your boy Tom, Aaron yeah. Clark doesn't have to play play dummy half unless unless desperately needed. It's even better because he's uh, he showed again today. He's he's an absolute menace at that thirteen spot. But yeah, he's he's been sort of forced to play hooker all year. So signing a genuine number nine, hopefully he can keep to that thirteen jersey. Yeah, and so it's, um, Clark's been signed on for another two years, so he'll he'll be he'll, that takes him through the twenty twenty five season. Um, something something that sort of irks me a little bit was um, uh, Justin Holbrook in, in talking about Aaron Clark. He's, he's he's a especially in that thirteen role where he's got great ball skills. He's very tough and competitive. He's a natural thirteen. Like, why did you persist with him all fucking year? Literally, yeah, yeah. You wish we, you wish we signed Verrills probably a year earlier, and maybe we wouldn't be in this spot. But yeah, I don't know. Justin seemed to see him as a nine, but you wonder why. Did you know what he's shown at thirteen in the last sort of month or so? It's it's clear that's his spot. Like it should have been his spot from the start. So yeah, um, yeah. Hopefully, keep him there. Tino in the front row and. Yeah, keep that for 2023, you'd think. Absolutely, yeah. I, um, I, thought, I thought like he, he's a perfect 13 too because he can slot into to the nine if, if, if Sam Verrills goes down. Like, you don't want him playing big minutes there, but, like, he can slot in and play and cover or if, if Sam needs a break. So he's just someone you need to have in your team. 
but at the same time, you, you don't want to don't want to underutilize his best position. So, yeah, spot on. Exactly right. Um, fair bit of NRLW news too. Too, Tommy, you um, you want to run us through that? Yeah, so we're back next weekend. I'm pretty sure uh, we're yeah, up against Saint George again. Um, they they like to play us against Saint George in the first games, but um, but yeah, we did quite well uh, with our retention. We've managed to retain most of the squad that we had last year. Um, we have we have lost three uh, girls. Brianna Clark's off to the Broncos. Shania Power and Destiny Brill are both off to the Roosters. Um, it's a shame we've lost Destiny. Um, as I said, I've had massive raps on her since she came into the side and, and whatnot. But to the Titans' credit, we've recruited really well. Um, I'll just real quickly. We've some of the signings we've made are the likes of Flora Brown, who's you know, going to be an absolute take for us in a um, halves. She's young. She has plenty of energy, plenty of enthusiasm. She's talented. She's a good goal kicker, which is something we lacked last year. Um, we've got Madison Bartlett coming from the Dragons. She was the highest try scorer of last season. Um, so she'll slot into that left side. Uh, we've got Hadjija Mosby, powerful runner of the ball from the Broncos. Um, she was slot into the left side alongside Bartlett. Um, just trying to think who else. I'm just, what else we got? Um, come on, where's the signings? There we go. Um, and oh, yeah, um, got shit. Oh, yeah, Emily Curtin's coming to the club. Uh, she played. Recently in the Nurse of Wales Cup Women's Grand Final, she kicked a conversion to tie up the game and kicked a field goal to win the game for the Tigers side. So she'll be interesting to watch. Um, and, and, yeah, we've got a few others coming back. Um, I'm glad Shadow Marto is coming back, um, which I'm really happy to see. Obviously, she got injured uh, pretty early on in the season. So to have her come back is really good. Steph Hancock, you know, Kimmy and Brittany Brellinardi are both back. Um, Polite is back. Jasmine Peters, Karina Brown. Like I've said, the whole squad other than the three I've mentioned are pretty much all back. Um, we've recruited really well. We've gotten some even more experienced players. We've got Raina Peters. She played for Broncos. She played for Queensland. She, she would just be a storm running forward for us. Um, we've got eight Appy Nichols. I'm sorry if that's how that's not how you pronounce it. She experienced fullback. She'll come in if Polite's injured or whatnot. Um, and and yeah, like like I said, I'm just really excited for the year and um, looking at the side and looking at who we have coming in. I genuinely think that we can be a premiership side of this year you know we have a number six coming in which was one of our biggest issues last year you know we had grace griffin play number six then we went to corby jay morgan then we ended up playing georgia hale um in a sixth role which just in a while now we have lauren brown coming to the club and emily kurt and while we have two genuine six options to partner up in a spine. Um, the fact that, you know, both Brittany and Kimmy, Bradley and Artie are coming back is great for the club. We have our captain, we have the seven. Um, Polite back, obviously, she'll round outside at fullback most likely. So, yeah, overall, I'm very excited for the comp to start. And, um, yeah, I've got, I've got a really good feeling that we can definitely cause an upset in an in a premiership um so yeah that's that's just that's just it for me like it, it's going to be really good to watch yeah it'll yeah. be good to have it back that's for sure it's thankfully wasn't too long um since the well you could say last year's comp 
finish, but um, yeah, the earlier season comp finished and um, yeah, like you said, I think that's it, Tommy. I think the number six spot, we just never found any consistency with that last year and it just sort of made our attack and stuff like that a little bit disjointed. So good to have a number six, um, a proper number six there. And um, yeah, that how good was that um, Polite video? I think they... I think that's how you say her surname, but she, yeah, she's my favourite. Um, it was a good little hype video they uploaded the Titans team the other day, and yeah, it was buddy got got you excited for yeah for the season to kick off. Yeah, mate, it's uh, agree. I don't have much more to add. I think it's good that they're adding, um, they're covering their losses, and and the new coach too. What what um, she's. She's an ex, ex-Australian player as well. So, um, yeah, fired up. Hopefully they can go, well, you know, go, on, go, another, go one better and, and make the grand final and, and um, do us proud. Yeah, it'd be good if we can, um, the men's side can finish with, you know, even one more win to close out the year. And, um, and if the women's side was to go on a bit of a steamroll to finish the year, it'd be... Um, Definitely, definitely lift the moods of uh, some of us Titans fans. Here you go, David. Go and get another try. Your third. Okay, moving on to recaps. Um, round 20, the Gold Coast Titans were defeated by the Canberra Raiders 24 to 36. Don't need to talk about that. Uh, round 21, Gold Coast Titans were defeated by the Melbourne Storm 32 to 14. Don't need to talk about that. And then today, the Gold Coast Titans thumped the piss-poor, homophobic Manly Seagulls, 44 to 24, up there at Seabus Super Stadium in front of what looked like 30-odd thousand people. Um, the Gold Coast Titans, 44 points, came through tries to Jolla, Fafita, Kelly, Firma uh, with a double, Brimson and Fafita, uh, that's David, and Tanner Boyd with seven from seven in an absolute sparkling performance. And a penalty goal, and the fourteen, uh, the the uh, twenty-four points to Manly. Who gives a shit? Uh, Garrett Kavojevic, Parker Kula, and Garrett kicked four for four. Boys, holy shit! Where was where the fuck has this been? It's it's been eighty-four years. As as the top, <laughs> is that the that's a Titanic quote? Something like that. That's that's literally yeah feeling. Like, just far out. I don't, as I said, I don't even remember what a win's like. And uh, I was going, going mental watching the TV, buddy, banging on chairs. And I think I almost got the marching orders from the missus. So, um, no, it's just just good. Haven't been able to show that passion for a long time, sort of cheering at the TV. Usually it's been off by about 50 minutes in or so. So it's, um, it's a nice change. But... Um, yeah, you... I was actually able to have fun on Twitter. Yeah, like exactly. that's that's where I know that's where I know I'm at. It's been 22 rounds of absolute misery. Yeah, may I have not been tweeting at all. I think you can scroll. Through. <laughs> I've barely been on there. It's just just been misery. But um, yeah, that's right. I'm definitely definitely tweeting a bit today. And um, yes, as you said, Matt earlier the. Yeah, the kickoff and Jolliffe puts it down, you think, oh, shit. Like, okay, it's going to be this sort of day. But, um, no, nah, it's good, good they sort of dug in, turned that around, and, um, yeah, as you said, just went on with it. And uh, it's always good to put up 40 points. I don't think we've done that, what, all year? I don't, I don't think we'd even I got... I definitely haven't done it all year, yeah. No, no. I suppose we've only won what, four games this year. So it's um, definitely yeah, 40. So, um, yeah, good good to crack it. And who knows, maybe 2023 we'll crack that illustrious 50. Yeah. No, it was good, mate. It's just, as we said, they, the, the first minute was, was dreadful, but they, they held him out, which is something like soon as soon as they soon as they got the ball I was like yeah oh, here we go they're going to score and then it's just going to be 100 nil but they held them out and they dug in and and they they fought and they were, they were showing a bit of effort and they got down the other end and 
And, you know, Jolla scored that try with, you know, amazing fucking offload from Jared Wallace, like absolute fucking bananas. And then um, Manly come back and scored straight away pretty much. And you thought, oh, here we go. But then they got into the grind. Like it was a good, there was a good 10, 15 minute period there where it was just back and forth. And they got into the grind and they didn't let Manly march downfield and, and they sort of, they were holding their own and, and they and they just grinded out until Manly made an error. And then from then on in, it was just all Titans. Yeah. And I, I think it's worth mentioning too, without Tino, like when yeah. I saw he was out late, Mal, I went, oh shit, you know, this could get ugly. This could be a big, big Manly score, you know, but. Um, um, I mean, he's holding us back, obviously. Yeah, that's right. I, I think he should probably <laughs> maybe put him in the extended squad, but <laughs> I don't know. It's, um, yeah, I feel bad for the bloke. He's been bloody busting his balls all year. And and uh, the one game he's out, they actually put together a, a team performance and, yeah, poor, poor bugger. Yeah. But, but yeah. I've got a kid on the way, so I, I don't know if it's been, um, it's been born yet, but congrats, Tino. Absolutely. Congrats, Tino. Congrats. I hope you got to celebrate. Uh, you got to watch the, the TV while you're in there listening to your missus scream. That's it. And hopefully a future Titan, either either if it's a boy or a girl, hopefully future Titan, hey? Yep. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's it. Um, just, just something I really wanted to touch on. Um, when, when the game... Before the game started, um, when I usually show, you know, the team talks and all that, I found it really interesting. But obviously, AJ was talking and, you know, being the captain today. But I also saw David being verbal, David talking, which isn't something we've really seen a lot of. Um, and I mean, he came out today and had, a, you know, probably his best game of the year. He scored a ripper of a try. He had 13 runs for 156 metres. He, you know, played 77 minutes. Like, this this was like a, I don't know, like I just had this, I just, I don't know about you boys, but I just feel like this is the game that David needed to have. Um, and the fact that, like I said, because he was vocal, you know, in the dressing room, we, we haven't really seen that from him. So, you know, whether or not he felt like he had to stand up today, with Tino out, like, you know, I, I might be just overrating the situation, but I just had that, I just had that feeling about Dave, like he realised shit, you know, Tino's out. You know, maybe I've got to step up today, and I mean, he did. Yeah, I think like he, he had a pretty solid. I, I think Dave had he's just his normal solid game, but he managed to put in one of those barnstorming fifty meter runs. Where he beats a 50, 55 tacklers and 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 scores a, a dominant try, like that's all we've been missing. Like he's still been doing his hundred and forty odd meters every game, with, yeah. with multiple tackle breaks and an offload. We just managed we just managed to get him into a bit of space and isolate some small defenders and and get him in there. So, um, but I agree, he's a bit like I mean there was that one tackle I think was it the in the first half. Yeah, the first half he um, he basically let Jake Travojevic just fucking bounce around him and score that try, even though Jake Travojevic didn't fucking get the ball down. Um, apart from that, like, yeah, I thought he was. I, I agree, Tommy. I think he was good. He stepped up. There wasn't too many people in that team today that that you could go. What the fuck are you doing in there? To be honest, everyone stepped up. Yeah. No, I agreed. I, yeah, it's a good read. I didn't even notice that, Tommy. So, yeah, you might be right. He, he might have sort of realised he had a bit more responsibility. But, yeah, he's been he, just another, as you said, he's been doing it all year. But no one else seems to notice but us Titans fans. Well, the, the very few of us, the ones that don't bag in. Um, but it's not until he scores these length of the field tries that people actually give him the raps he deserves. But... Um, very excited to see him running off, you know, Kieran Foran and AJ or whoever they've got in the halves next to Foz next year. Uh, oh, and, and Sammy Verrill's like, 
Yeah. Just being able to just being able to pinpoint and throw a pass, like direct a pass to him in a gap. Like, holy fuck. Yeah. And it, it's so like the hook is so important now. Like, you know, as I said, no disrespect to Aaron. He's been played out of position all year, but you know, where Aaron sort of picks the ball up and has to take a step before passing, you know, it, it just slows down the whole attack and to actually have an actual hooker who can pass off the ground and, as you said, get it right to his man. Like, whilst attack hasn't been our major problem, it's um, definitely going to give us more momentum and, you know, get us on the front foot a lot more. So, you know, it's, uh, you know, hopefully we get get a defensive coach from somewhere and um, you add Verils and, and Foran and um, hopefully, you know, that, that gets the attack coming a little bit more and, who knows? But um, yeah. Another thing, like Jaden Campbell, I thought he was he was pretty good. I think it's that it's that fine line for JC where at times I think he probably hogs it when he needs to pass. You know that yeah. after AJ made that break off the penalty tap and oh yeah, and he stepped back inside. Oh, it was about an eight eight on three overlap. I mean, you know, there's every chance maybe Manly gets across and makes a try saver, but. Yeah, eight on three overlap and JC takes the dummy and yeah, gets stopped. And I think then we dropped it and Manly went away and scored a set or two later. Like, but I think it's just that sort of thing. He'll, he'll develop, he'll learn those sort of things, but it's, it's that fine line between sometimes maybe is, is dummying and running is sort of disjoint in our attack, but then other times he'll, he'll bust through and yeah, so. I think he'll he'll have a bit of a learning curve, but um, I thought that right side was really good too. Sami and Fafita, that's a pretty good combination. Um, very happy with that one. So yeah, yeah. If we can find any, any reason, does anyone know why they moved Sami and Jojo to the right and put Brian and and um, fucking Herbert on the left? I always thought that was the other way around. Yeah, yeah, they were. I don't know. Um, I'll let Tommy chime in if he knows, but I think um, I'm not sure. I have no faith with our, with our coaching thing, but um, like someone sort of noticed with the, I think it was the Broncos game, I think I saw on Twitter or it might have been the, um, the Titans forum and someone sort of said how Sami steps off his, his right foot a lot. So they said, you know, and sort of the hand he carries the ball in, it would be much more suited to the right-hand sort of side of the field. So I don't know if the Titans coaching staff's been reading that and they've just switched it up because, yeah, I think it it was either the Raiders game or the Storm game. They made the change officially. So, yeah, maybe they did identify that. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, I've got enough to add to that. I just... Yeah, that, that's it. Well, I think Brian Kelly as well, he's preferred to the left anyway. Um, so, yeah, I, I have nothing. Yeah, BK, BK was pretty good today. Um, yeah, he was very solid. Got the, got the breakaway try um, early in the first half. Made some good tackles. I mean, JoJo got a nice try. There's just nothing like... Apart from AJ, probably played his best game, not in a number one jersey that he's played all year. Um, and, and, you know, Wallace played his best game, well, obviously in a few weeks because he hasn't played for a few weeks, but he's played his best game almost all year, I thought, even though he only played like 20 minutes. I think that's his perfect role is when he only has to play 20 minutes. When he's, when he's on there for too long, he does too much and he, he's got more... Um, more opportunity to fuck up, even though he did fuck up pretty much straight after he um, he set up that try. It was just a good game. Like they, they just they just tried the whole time, the whole time, whole game. There was effort the entire fucking game. They had a game plan. They stuck to it. And this is the Titans we knew we'd, we you know we knew we were in for all year. You can score forty odd points and concede twenty, but score more, concede less. Who who would have thunk it? <laughs> Simples. you you know it's a crazy titans game when you can't even like even patty herbert you're like mate even he like didn't do anything wrong so 
Um, Sam McIntyre had a good game. Billy oh. Firma had his best game in, in months. Yeah. Um, like, it was just, yeah. It was yeah. great. Good old Bobby yeah. Firmore. Like, yeah, he's had... Even Tanner Boyd did something. Like... <laughs> Yeah, like that. I think we were talking about it in the in the Twitter chat. The I think the miss he had on Manly's second try, or it might have been their first, but it was sort of backpedaling and he didn't even lay a hand. But yeah, it was the first try of Ruben Gag's try where he basically there was it was a three on two, but it was effectively two on two because Tanner Boyd took about three hundred steps backwards and didn't lay a hand on anyone. Meanwhile, the ball was zipping around him. It was it was. Quite an embarrassing effort. <laughs> yeah, poor bloke was in no man's land. But um, yeah, no, um, oh, yeah, yeah. After that, he sort of dusted himself off, and it wasn't perfect, except with the the, the boot, uh, his, his goal kicking. But um, yeah, he wasn't perfect. But um, yeah, I thought that, that cutout ball he threw for JoJo was. That was a bloody good pass, and um, yeah, and just the way he constructed that too, like the, he. He held it up. He, he took a step in and, and stopped his momentum. Just just the whole way he set that up was was was, was class. And you know, I'll give him credit for you know I'm, I'm not the biggest Tanner Boyd fan in the halves, but I'll give him massive credit there. I thought he he played really well. Um, his kicking game was a bit average, but that that pass to set up JoJo was was um, was uh, was top notch, and he absolutely kicked the piss out of the ball. So. From the sideline, so well done. Like, yeah, hats off. Yep. No, I don't think I've got. Um, yeah, I've got nothing. Nothing bad to say about any player. So, um, no. yeah, if they played like that very every week, we'd be um, we'd be a pretty pretty happy podcast. Yeah. Hey, boy. Um, I just want to give a quick little shout out to uh, Isaac Liu. He had his best game for us today. Um, he's, you know, it has been a bit of an unfortunate thing. He hasn't really been noticed this year, but I, I definitely noticed him today. And I think he had eleven runs for about one hundred and twenty-four meters. So, you know, overall he was just solid. Did his job. Didn't overplay his hand, and you know, he, he just played well. Like you said, with the whole team played well, so yeah. can't can't really make any complaints. So yeah. No, I gotta, and we've got to give our biggest um, accolades to, to the main man, the one that's been toiling all year too, and and doesn't get enough doesn't get enough um, enough medium. But Callum Callum Malachi just put in the hard yards all, all year and, and finally got rewarded uh, with a win. I think he he'd been to a million losses in a row. So mate, that one was for you. We're, we're proud of you, bud. We're, we're glad you got to enjoy that and. Um, yeah, yeah, well, yeah, well done, Callum Malarkey. It's, <laughs> it's um, it's uh, hard enough to watch at home, Mister Malarkey. So um, yeah, really, really happy for you. You've been to it, yeah, as you said, a billion games live, and had to sit there through the tears, crying into his beer. But um, yeah, good, well done, mate. Your your loyalty's finally finally paid off. Absolutely. And uh, we're expecting merchandise packs in the mail next year. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't have anything else to say. Like, uh, it's just, uh, I'm so shook that we won and won so well. Uh, I, I don't have anything. I haven't been able to stew on it. I'm just, I'm so happy. It was, it was the first time I've seen Justin Holbrook smile in a year. Um, AJ was good in the press conference. Um, Kicking Manly out of the out of the comp for the year was pretty good, um, and yeah, we've touched on everyone else. Like there was just still obviously the defence we need to work on, but fuck, who cares? We're scoring forty four points. Yeah, exactly. Nah, was, yeah, good to see Justin smile in the conference, like you said, instead of you know just sitting in the corner sobbing Kieran Foran's name for eight minutes or so every week. It's um. <laughs> It's a lot of oh. him smiling and enjoying his footy. So, yeah. hopefully, hopefully we can get um another win or two. It, you know, just no matter what you think, yeah, whether he should have been sacked or not sacked, I think yeah, we're all Titans fans. We all want to 
get at least another win or two. So fingers crossed. Oh, well, they've obviously committed to him, so you want him to do well now. Like, yeah, they, they're committed and they're giving him the team, and so yeah, you want him to do well. So hopefully he does do well. Yeah, yeah, spot. And Jedrick White, like looking towards our, our next three rounds, like, we've got three very winnable games. So yeah, who knows? Yeah, especially yeah, especially the first two, like New Warriors in New Zealand. That might be tough, but uh, Dragons, you know. They're hit and miss, you know, some weeks, especially if Benny Hunt's on fire, they can be sort of, you know, lightning. And Well, it know. could be a, an audition for Ben Hunt, so. That's right, yeah, exactly. He might, uh, might, might prove that he wants to be on the coast, I don't know. But, um, yeah, and then uh, the Knights at Seabus, I think, the week after. So, yeah, last yeah. time we played them, I think we got like 40-something put on us, so. Oh. I don't, I don't know how they can't even score. They can't score. How the fuck did we lose to them? And big too. Like I can't believe how like the margin we lost to them. It's hopefully yeah, it'd be it'd be good to tail up the Knights. Um, so hopefully get Tino back and they won't have KP. So yeah, fingers crossed it'll be our last home home game of the year. And um, yeah, be good to win the next couple on the trot. That's for sure. Yeah, and the way they won today too, like the, the 20 point twenty point win now puts us three points on four and against above the Tigers. So if we just keep, uh, sorry, 13, what, 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 what's that? What's a 17, 13 points? Sorry. 17, yeah. 17, yeah. yeah. What am I thinking? I was three, we were three points below. So now we're 17 points above, yeah. The 17 yeah. points above the Tigers in four and against. And they they have got a pretty tough run home too. I think they've got the Roosters, so they've got the Roosters next week. So if we can get another win next week, that pretty much guarantees us the non-wooden spoon. You would hope so. Yeah, and then we've got the Knights who are two games in front of us. So if we can put together a fish, so there's. The doggies, the warriors, and the knights are all two uh, four points above us, and we have a better four and against the, against all of them except for the dogs. Yeah. So if we can um, put together a couple of wins, and we might even jump up, we we could, could potentially jump up to twelfth. It it'd be crazy, wouldn't it? I was just looking at that, like, yeah, if doggies got some big scores put on them, and we win two, at least two of our last three, like. Obviously, you don't want to overreact over one win, but if we were to do that, like, yeah, if you if you were to finish twelfth or even thirteenth, you'd be you'd be absolutely over the moon. I think with how just disgraceful this year's been. So, yeah, don't want to get too too ahead of ourselves, but it's definitely if the boys want to do it, it's it's there for the taking. So, play like they do today, and some of the other teams play like they've been playing, and um, anything's possible. The world is your oyster. That's it. Is are we still mathematically a chance for the eight? I don't. Know. No. <laughs> well, it depends. Depends if uh, a few teams' planes crash. But I mean, someone tried. To, someone tried to eliminate the Raiders out of out of the actual fucking Earth today. By the sounds of it. But um, yeah, what's you didn't, you didn't hear about that? Yeah, yeah, the Canberra airport shooting or whatever. That's yeah. yeah. That's wild. Yeah. Some countries you go, you get that every day. So uh, ne- never want to see it. But yeah, thankfully. Well, freedom movements are back at it. Yeah, that's right. But yeah, no. All, all seriousness, glad it was okay in the end. I don't think there was any. any- yeah, I, I haven't sort of, yeah, I haven't looked into it. I had to watch the Titans, sir. So. Yeah, yeah, that's right. I just love the game. But more than that, I love the community. If you're a fan of Rugby League or the NRL, you'll love Big T's Tees. Unique, affordable and made for fans. Find a link to the online store in the show notes below. You'd look good in one of Big T's Tees. Moving on to the previews, we don't really have much of a preview because we don't have team lists. 
But the Gold Coast Titans are taking on the St. George Illawarra Dragons down there at Wynn Stadium in Wollongong. Uh, down at 2 o'clock on Sunday, another Sunday game. Oh, we've got back-to-back-to-back Sundays. Very good. Uh, yeah, the night game is the, the night too. So, um, yeah, look, the Dragons coming off a, a pretty pretty sad loss um, against uh, against 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 the Raiders, and the Titans coming off a pretty good win. So, I mean, I can't see anything else but Titans thirteen plus. And um, it's been a while since you've been able to say that one with confidence. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. <laughs> I would have said it this week too. And um, yeah, look, look, I, 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 you know, who cares? Let's just keep the good vibes. Nothing but good vibes for the rest of the year. Yeah. Let's keep the good vibes going. Let's keep the form going. Let's let's see who wants to play alongside Sam Verrills and, and Kieran Foran. Yeah, exactly right. I'd like to see. Toby and Tanner have a run and play AJ in the centers role too, but I don't know who you're gonna you're gonna push out for that. But um, maybe maybe get rid of um, Paddy Herbert and, and and chuck Sami on the wing and, and bring or you know, put Marju in and whatever I don't know. But yeah, Sami on the wing and, and AJ in the centers. But I'd like to get I'd like to see how AJ goes in the centers a bit before before next year, so we can just start seeing where everyone's gonna fit in. Yeah, well, that's it. There's no better time to, to try, you know, where the, you know, the, the season's done pretty much. and um, The monkey's off the back. You've got the win. Yeah, that's right. Um, and they sort of, I think, like, was it the Melbourne game or it might have been the week before, they they sort of brought AJ, well, when they brought Campbell on off the bench, they sort of moved AJ, not necessarily at centre, but... Yeah, he was, he was sort of he was sort of playing on the edge and then coming in to play like a roving middle role. I, I don't really know what they were doing there, but um, yeah, it seemed like they were sort of trialing him out there on the edge and um, yeah, AJ he'll he'll play wherever and I think he'll do a pretty good job no matter where he is. So yeah, it'll be interesting to see. I just yeah, I'm I'm still still clueless about yeah what I think the spine should look you know next year like. Uh, just AJ plays a game like today at six and you start to wonder, well, you know, could you put four in at seven and him at six, but then, you know, some weeks he doesn't look like a five, eight. So I just, I just also worry about what you're doing to a guy like Toby Sexton. Like we, he was given the reins. Um, this is yours. Make it your own kid. And now the, now we've got Tanner Boyd running around in his spot. And you're going to bring in Kieran Foran to, to help him develop, and then you, you're not going to play him. Like it just makes no sense. I think I I, I still think Toby's got a massive future in, in rugby league in first grade, and I think he's he's I think he's our first choice number seven. He just had it's been a long year for him, and he probably just got a bit too much, you know, loss after loss after loss after loss, and he just needed a bit of time and a bit a bit of size and. A, that work on that experience, and now he's got four of them next to him. I think he'd be great next year. And putting AJ in the centers, I think, yeah, yeah, no, yeah. there's definitely options. Just because the way AJ was explosive with his speed today, like you need him and you need him somewhere in the back line, and, and having him on that, if you got him on that right side, and it actually. It ensure our right side up a little bit more defensively and attacking wise, and I think it just—I think it just makes the team look a lot more complete than having Sami in the centres or or, or um, Kelly, you know, on that side. Like I, I think, yeah, just putting putting AJ out there would be would, would just make more. It just makes more sense to me. Yeah, that's it, and like with our winger situation, I mean. We haven't got a psycho next chair, thank the heavens. Um, you know, Paddy Herbert, obviously, who knows what the hell his career at the Titans would be. Um, you know, just a real, just on him. Um, we don't know if Tremaine Spry will get a run back in first grade, but he um, had his first game for the goal, Seagulls last week um, yep. after his 
horrific incident earlier in the year, so that was really good for the lad. Um, but yeah, like like you boys said, I think the, the common sense thing is AJ to the right centre alongside JoJo, and then Sami on the left side with Kelly. Yeah, and then four and Sexton and the halves like that. That that just makes sense and. You know, I, I agree with you, Matty. I think Sexton has got a big future in the NRL. Um, prob- probably maybe needs to work on getting a bit of explosiveness in his running. But, you know, that, that can be done by time. And um, But, yeah, it's it's a good headache to have. Um, but, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a Toby believer too. I just... Um... Yeah, like you said, Tommy, I think his lack of speed is a bit of a concern, you know, because someone brought up the good point, I think, on Twitter that, you know, even the, uh, the Raiders the week before, like, he doesn't threaten running the ball. So they pretty much know they can, they don't have to watch for a show and go or anything like that. He, he's, he'll, he'll get, he'll get tackled pretty much as soon as he tries to show and go. So, I think that and his defence probably like the rest of the team, but his defence, I think it was in that Canberra game as well where they scored from dummy half. And I think he actually tackled his own man, Toby did. So um, hopefully if he can work on those two, get a little bit quicker, he's obviously not going to turn into, you know, AJ Brimson speed, but if he can get even a tiny bit quicker and, um, work on his defense he's got most of the other tools like his kicking game and um you know his his force and dropouts and and stuff like that that he's got all of those tools it's just those couple of areas that's letting him down which hopefully he can he can work on and then i'll agree with you boys he'd be our first choice seven yeah i think you just you need to have Jaden campbell at the back like I know we were just sort of shitting on him a little bit before, but that's just sort of youth and inexperience. I think he'll be a bit, much better player when he's got some more experience around him too and, and guiding him and telling him, hey, you know, this is what we need from you. It's not about, it's not the fucking Jaden Campbell show. It's yeah. about the team. And I, I don't care that he tried to do like it. Yeah, it, it's annoying that he tried to go to himself and hog, ball hogged it, but. At the same time, like, who cares? It's fucking round three on the bottom. <laughs> yeah, 110%. And, you know, it's it's easy to forget. I, I think he's only played, what, 20-odd games? Yeah, He, exactly. he might even be at 20 yet because he, I think he only played about three or four games last year and he's been in and out at the side injured this year. So it, it's, it's easy to forget sometimes. He feels like he's been in the side for ages for some reason. But, um, yeah, that... Like you said, it's it's annoying at the moment, probably growing pains, but bloody hell, there's a, there's a superstar in there. And I think if we can get him on sort of half an Anthony Milford diet or so, just, just put, a, put a few kegs on him. Maybe he should take advantage of those um, free Big Macs the Titans give out on. Yeah, I was just about to say, maybe he's got free Big Macs. That's right. If you can just put on a few disguises and keep lining up and get a few of them every Monday, we might be right. But um, yeah, talent-wise, not not a concern in the world. It's just more, you know, like you said, learning those finer crafts which come with time. And um, same as Toby, you know, he he those game-making decisions that they they're learnt over time by just playing more games. So uh, yeah. yeah, definitely. Love Brimo at one, but uh, you, you can't have JC out of that side. He's got to be at the back. So, yeah, agreed completely. Yeah, JC's yeah. played 17 games. Jeez. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, he's still wet behind the ears. He's only just fallen out of his bloody mum, so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's about as heavy as when he was born too, so. <laughs> yeah, well, he's a bit wetter then, so. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, put on, put on a few kegs, JC. Hopefully, Presto, surely Presto's got some coin to get a home gym or get him a, a Jets gym membership or something. Yeah, absolutely. Wow, yeah. Down to Parkwood yeah. every other day, mate. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Um, yeah, just just really quickly, just the whole youth. This is why Kira for 
Kieran Flora and coming to the club is going to be so big for us. You know, like pe- people keep saying, oh, we shouldn't have let Jamal Falkety go. Oh, we shouldn't have, you know, let go of our only experienced half. And it's like, A, he's played 40 fucking games of first grade, so not experienced. But B, what you get, what we will get from Kieran Flora in, in two years will be significant, significantly more than what we would have gotten out of Jamal Fogarty for, say, four or five years. Like, two years of Kieran Foran is going to help Toby, AJ, Tata, fucking just everyone so much. Um, and, yeah, I, I, I'm very glad we've got him. I'm very glad we've got Sam coming. Um, you know, it's just like, like we said earlier, it just gives us that bit more confidence, that bit more assurance that there's actually going to be a legitimate spy next year full of experienced players um so hope for hopefully we can do a bit of a broncos with four and sam next year and sort of get back into the eight but um no, it's, it's just like it's just so good to be on here talking about a win and how everyone played well it wasn't just like one or two individuals but the whole yeah. 17 did well the whole 17 tried and um kind, kind of gives you back into 2025s when we went on a five game winning streak like you know that sort of um i don't know i just had that vibe really yeah. but yeah well yeah. If, they, if they play the if they if they win out it's you know four game win streak couple of you know close loss to 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 the, to the to the Raiders and, and the good good showing against Melbourne, so you're not you're not too far off it, mate. And then you got some better players coming in than what we had come in, so who knows? Yeah, yeah. As long as we don't get sort of Parramatta Eels, Kieran Foran, um, I think we'll be laughing. So, yeah. but no, nah, as I said earlier, it just yeah, I got to give that to the club, and hopefully it works out as good as it sounds, but. They've got a they've got a six and a nine that we desperately needed. So, uh, good stuff, Titans. Yep. And also on Sunday, the twenty first of August, following up, it's a double header. Titans double header. Dragons Titans double header. Um, the NRLW Gold Coast Titans are taking on the St George Illawarra Dragons down there at Wynn Stadium at twelve o'clock. So they're taking on uh, the, the ladies at uh, the precursor. So I'm guessing that'll be a, um, a curtain raiser. And um, for the second instalment for the NRLW this year, and uh, let's go, girls. Obviously, we don't have any team list or anything yet, but looking no. forward to that too. So um, let's go yeah, Sunday. Get your Titans fest on. Beauty. Back to back win, hopefully. Yeah. Hopefully, Actually, yeah. Um, the week after, too, the Titans, the women's, they play after the men's at Seabus. So go watch the men tail up the Knights and then the uh, women tail up the Knights again. Shit, that's good. Yeah. I like that. What you're saying is back-to-back-to-back-to-back to back to back to back Titans wins. Oh, mate, it was back-to-back-to-back-to-back-to-back. To back to back to back to back. <laughs> we keep going. Oh, my we're God. Going, we're going for the Invincibles. I cannot, mate. I've only got so much seed. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go. So get amongst it. If you're down there, if you if if you happen to have the misfortune of living down there at Wollongong, uh, make sure you get out there on Sunday and uh, support the, the boys and the girls. Um, and yeah, that's pretty much it for the recaps for this week. We won't be recording this week, obviously, because we're um, we're getting our fill in this week. But um, yeah, get amongst it. All right, Anthony, we got any Twitter questions? Probably not many. Not many. I uh, thought, thought that many. coming out of the woodwork after this win, but uh, yeah, we've got our got our loyal ones hanging on. So um, yeah, we'll go to at uh, it's Jesse B. Why did it take three weeks for the boys to work out going down the right to JoJo is a good thing. He's an absolute mm. gun just waiting to be utilised. Yeah, I mean, look, I agree, but we're also talking about a team that can't put David Fafita into a gap or isolate one-on-one with a fucking halfback. So, baby steps. 
Maybe it's just a Fafita thing. That's right. The Titans are not knowing how to use Fafitas. It seems, it seems to go together. <laughs> Name a better duo. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But, <laughs> but no, it's it obviously a, a, he's, he's an ob- obviously a talent that that Broncos game where he. Seven, you know, 71 minutes gone and he, he picks it up in his own in goal and just about goes the length of the field. I thought, hey, that, that's pretty good for, you know, your debut when the legs would be extra heavy and, you know, you're under the pump, still getting used to first grade and you, you do that. There's obviously a talent in there. And then against the doggies, he, he chased down at car, sort of Phil Sami style. So, yep. um, nah, big fan of Jojo he, um, and... Yeah, touch wood, he's not too bad defensively either. He has, has his moments like every winger, but he's uh he's definitely got all the tools. I think what impresses me most is just his attitude and his um his effort. Like he just he does everything he can to to um he just he just runs the ball hard. Everything he does is hundred percent. There's no half ass with him, and that's what you like to see for especially for a young kid trying to make his name in the big in the you know, in, in the first grade, you want to see him, you want to see the kids give everything they've got and leave nothing out on the paddock. So looking forward to seeing um, his development over the next few years too. Yeah, agreed. Um, anything to add to that, Tommy? Nah, like, yeah, boys, covered it. Great talent, great kid. Hopefully he can be a long-lasting tight and then, Develop into a real superstar. So, yeah, I uh, will say. Um, all right, now for the last question of the week. Sorry, boys. I know you've been been answering a few questions, but um, last question this week uh, from our mate Lambretta. Uh, he said, "I said earlier in the season that Sam Verrills would be the perfect nine signing for the Titans. Now you need a new coach." Mick Potter with John Morris as an assistant. What are your thoughts? <laughs> this was obviously sent last week. Yes, yeah, this is <laughs> yeah. four days ago before the, the world-famous win today. <laughs> <laughs> Look, yeah, we, we've set our piece on on um, on um, on, on um, Holbrook. Happy yeah. to give him the um, happy to give him the um, benefit of the doubt now. Uh, if we had a lost out, then yeah. But look, I, I, look, yeah. I would take anyone at the moment. I just want a success. If Holbrook's the one that gives us success, fucking beautiful. If not, I don't care. I give me give me the ghost of fucking um, Johnny. Uh, fucking um, what's his name? Uh, for, okay, I'm, I'm stuck for words. Just give me anyone. I'll take anyone. Give me Arthur Beaton. Yeah. <laughs> anyone dead alive anyone but yeah yeah, no well i I suppose we've got got an assistant spot open so i don't know if um yeah if if mick potter would be interested being an assistant probably not but uh Uh, yeah i mean i'd take fano as an assistant i'll take like i i want i would like someone that's a bit of a hard ass that would push these fellas and not take any shit and and it, you know, be the be the the prick that Justin Holbrook obviously can't be. Yeah. Um, but yeah, but I don't care. Just whoever, just be successful. Yeah. Just do good. Yeah. yeah I, I I would like the dream would be obviously Shane Flanagan, but um, I, I do think we need to make a play for Mick Potter now that the Bulldogs have got Serraldo going to the club next year. I think you know. Chuck, chuck a nice little thing to Potter. Say, yeah, you come up here for a couple of years, be assistant. Um, I, I mean, John Morris is a shout. You know, I, I, I rate him as a coach. Um, to get maybe to be assistant coach would be great as well. Um, but yeah, just which, I, like you said, Anthony, we, or Matt, I can't remember. We just need a hard ass. Yeah, we just yeah. we just need that guy to come in, and you know, just yeah, get up these boys if they play shit. Um, so yeah, but yeah, <laughs> no, definitely. Um, yeah, I'm with you, boys. Um, just need to get 
need to get some good assistance because, yeah, Holbrook, I think, you know, the club, I'm not sure what they're thinking internally, but you'd think like some of the other clubs that have sacked their coach this year, if, it, you know, if we're sort of sitting with only a couple wins by around 10 next year, you think, you know, it'd be curtains closed for, for Holbrook. So, you know, they, they've, they've done, they've done what they needed to do. They've, you know, cleared the assistants, cleared the coaching staff out and, um, you know, choose wisely. Oh, I would love a, I'd love Flanagan by, by the sounds of it. It's probably a pipe dream. Um, yeah, I think he's only allowed to leave his contract for a head coaching role. And I think he said himself, the Titans probably couldn't afford me or something to that tune. So, um, you know, and then I heard, I think it was an article. There was Madge Maguire was being tossed around. Uh, the club might have a uh, conversation. I, I, I wouldn't mind much. I, I think he was a bit hard done by at Tigers. Yeah. Um, you know, you bring him in, bring him in as an assistant. Doesn't have to stress about, you know, being a head coach. He's the hard ass that we need. Um, and I think a lot of people forget is like he did take South Sydney to their first premiership in over forty years. Like yeah. he's not a bad coach. It's just he got a bit. It was just it was just not a great circumstance at the Tigers. Like you got Tigers. Yeah. I wouldn't wish anybody to go to the Tigers at the moment. Like just a shit show. As long as like Brooks is seven, that's a conversation for another day. Um, oh, not, yeah. only, not only not only is Blue Brooks seven, he's getting paid one point three million dollars or whatever he's getting paid. And people want to complain about David's contract. Fuck. Yeah. 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 Nah, that's right. So oh, yeah, I'm with you. I'd be I'd be happy with Madge. Like I said, assistant coach role, he can be, you know, Holbrook can be the good cop, he can be the bad cop. Um, but yeah, that's uh, there's definitely options out there, you know. It's it's not all not all, you know, dead and buried. There's it's not like there's no one out there. There are options, but you know, they've just got to yeah, get talking and hopefully we can yeah, lock down any of Fludge, uh Fludge, uh Fludge. <laughs> Fudge, good old Fudge Mano, Fudge Maguire, Fudge Mano. Buddy, oh, you can tell it's uh, eight thirty on a Sunday, can't you? There, up, but mate, but um, yeah, good old Fudge Maguire and um, <laughs> and Flano, either of those ones, and um, yeah, or, or Mick Potter. Is, you know, hey, what, oh yeah, that, what, what a fucking what a what a coaching duo that'll be, Flano and Madge, flat Fladge. Fuck, it'd be an angry man, wouldn't it? <laughs> be full temper, but uh, imagine, 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 imagine the fucking wood rage, Jesus. Yeah, oh, exactly. That's right. I don't think the world's ready for that, but um, uh, yeah, uh, definitely sign one of them. Yeah, as long as it's not Trent Barrett, uh, that's all I'm asking. Oh, yeah. Sexy good bloke is a great assistant. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, taking as an assistant, we're taking one hundred percent as an assistant. If we had a defensive coach, but yeah, yeah well, that's true. Yeah, probably wonder, not. With Holbrook. I wonder too if they're going to keep. Um, is it Jimmy Lenahan? I don't know the poor bloke's name, but I think that's his. Um, name. He's Bur- Burley coach, I think, or Burley assistant. Oh yeah, yeah. He's been yeah. like he was always still in the system, wasn't he? Yeah, I think yeah. he's been, been the other assistant coach. He, I reckon he's pretty vocal at training. So I don't know if he's sticking around. I haven't heard of him getting. I hope so because he he he's, he's earning stripes being there at Burley. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I think if they didn't want him to be there, I think they would have let him go when they let Dimmit go. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, like you said, Matty, he definitely deserves a proper shot, um, you know, and like like we said, like, who knows, maybe he gets a bigger role next year as an assistant. Um, but, you know, it, it is what it is. Just pray that we can get a good assistant coach and hopefully they can obviously, hopefully coach defense. So, yeah. Yeah. 110%. Let's go, Fladge. <laughs> But um, let's, yeah. do, let's do Joel Book. 
<laughs> yeah, we'll just start combining coaches till we find the one that works. So, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, that's it for the questions. So yeah, send them in. We've got only got a few weeks left. Um, so yeah, keep sending them in every every. Well, it's usually every Wednesday. So, uh, but yeah, thank you to all our loyal, loyal uh, followers still hanging on. Yeah, only a couple more weeks to go, man. So it's just good vibes for the rest of the year and. Uh... Yeah, let's keep it going. Yep, spot on. Yep. All right, that'll pretty much do us for this week. Um, still on cloud nine after a win. I can't believe it's happened. Thank you very much for listening in. If you're still hanging around and listening to us each week or whenever we record, we really do appreciate it. Um, it does make us uh, happy when we see all the all the comments and that come in. So, so keep um, supporting us that way and share us around with all your all your Titans friends. Um, also, don't forget you can follow us or interact with us on Twitter at Bad Life Titans. Myself at Hammers H four N M E R Z. Anthony at GC underscore Anthony and Tommy at Jets zero underscore ten. And don't forget our good friend at the Biggest Tiger and the Sports Best Friend Podcast Network for all your rugby league and sporting news and views and hot takes. Once again, thank you very much for listening. Uh, Enjoy the weekend, enjoy the week, enjoy the win, and we will catch you after next Sunday. Peace out. Thank you. Sports Best Friends would like to thank you for listening right to the end. You are our kind of people. Find other great sports podcasts in our family by subscribing. And remember, social media isn't a bad place. You just need to follow the right people.